This is Off the Red Carpet with George Pinocchio, sponsored by Mercedes-Benz. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Off the Red Carpet. I'm George Pinocchio, and today we are heading into the wizarding world. Not of Harry Potter, but in the days before Harry Potter. Back in 2016, we had the film Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Well, now we have the sequel, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Johnny Depp plays the title role here. We also have Eddie Redmayne, who's back as Newt Scamander, the magizoologist in this series. Um, Jude Law is here as a young Albus Dumbledore. And Catherine Waterston, the daughter of Sam, is back as Tina Goldstein. So this time out, it's the second installment here in J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World, and it features the adventures of Newt once again. This time, there's a little bit more danger. It's a little bit more complex here. This time out, I walked into the room to do some interviews, and Eddie Redmayne is with Jude Law and Catherine Waterston, all talking about Fantastic Beasts, the crimes of Grindelwald as a team. You can't make a movie like this without having a great imagination. So when you're on the set, which one of you has the biggest imagination knowing kind of what's all happening around you? Eddie. Eddie has taken the art of magic <laughs> and wandability to a whole new level. Oh, Honestly. He has. True, he has. He's like turned yeah. into this art form. It's awesome to watch. And he also gave me a brilliant heads up when we first started, which was that, of course, don't forget... We're, we're wizards. So if we're in a scene where it's like, and actually I use this, by the way, and it's in the film, I think it's still in the film, um, that, you know, if you're suddenly thinking, yeah, gosh, how do we get out of this? You think, well, I've got a magic wand. I can just, just create a spell. So there was a scene when we were trying to avoid someone, and I said, well, can't I just turn all the lights off? And they were like, great, just do that. So and it can get you out of the corner. It can get you out of a corner or two. Yeah. As you were doing your answer to me, Catherine, I noticed that you were just looking back and forth, smiling at these two guys you get to work with, and that tells me you had a great I'm a working really good experience. Actress. <laughs> <laughs> just pretending to be. Why was this a great experience for you? Yeah, I mean, the people do make it, you know, and the crew, everybody, the whole massive team. I mean, it extends beyond the actors. A lot of these people started out working on Harry Potter together. Some of them, you know, getting people coffee, and now they have really important roles on set, you know, and, and it just, the collective feeling we entered into on the first one, you know, was, was so warm and inviting mm. then. And it, now with new actors coming in, it just... It, it just feels like it just keeps growing and expanding in a really lovely way. And, you know, I feel like I watch these interviews and I hear actors talking about this stuff and I always thought that they were I feel a bit sick. Lying. I'm no lying. <laughs> you know, it's a rare thing that actors get to have this, a kind of sense of community and, you know, co-workers. <laughs> you know, we, it's usually quite brief. So it's been really fun. One yeah. of the things I like about this movie a lot is that it's smart. It doesn't dumb yeah. itself down for the audience. And I thought yeah. it's darker, it's more complicated. And yet, I think any 12-year-old can sit in that mm. theater and know exactly how to follow it just as well and maybe better as the men This is something that Joe understood about mm. kids when she wrote the first book, you mm. know, is that they can handle the complexity. Mm. Yeah, and usually better than And their imaginations <laughs> have often been sort of unfettered and, that, and what yeah. comes with that is they can actually create these worlds and imagine these worlds and the plots with, with a greater kind and of yet, rigor. Yet, exactly, and yet they also have this very human, very relatable quality that, that I think makes it personal. Mm. Mm -hmm. You're still discovering stuff. Mm. Trying to. <laughs> Is this my 30-second? Okay. Tell me the one thing you want everybody to know in 10 seconds apiece before they go to see this movie. What should we look for? Mm. Um, for me, there are just uh, 
as a Potter fan, there are a couple and one quite extraordinary reveal, which I beg if you go and see the film, please don't tell your friends about, but that my jaw dropped when I read the script and I just can't wait to watch this with an audience and see what the reaction is to that. I would say these films are fun to watch more than once because you always notice more details. Mm. Even just the, vis the visual world is so rich. Um, so if you miss something, watch it again. And I don't like warning anybody about anything because mm. it's so much fun to discover it in the cinema. I think the thing that struck me that I've learned more about whilst we've, um, we've been on the road talking about it is that the creatures are all based on real mythical creatures. And so Joe Rowling has yet again come up with all these extraordinary factually based mm. magical creatures. So if you watch and enjoy it, go go research them because mm. the, the Kelpie has a, its own history. The yeah. Zuwu, the uh, the Chinese sort of um, cat dragon mm -hmm. type, type creature has its own history. They all have their own um, backstories. Two other characters are also returning to the fold here. Jacob Kowalski and Queenie Goldstein, played by Dan Fogler and Alison Sudol. Now, I really like these two, and I was happy to get to talk to them once again. I, I think you two are my favorites in the first movie, and I love seeing you back in this one. I, I don't know what it is about the dynamic that you share, and I don't know how easy it was to get there, but now I need to know, second movie in, was it just like that with you two? Now, hold on. Who's your favorite in this movie? I just said I love you in this movie. Uh, they didn't okay. say favorite. favorite. You didn't say favorite. 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 I don't know that I, I have a favorite. We favorite in the first movie, but... <laughs> <laughs> We went, we went favorite. Favorite, okay. Every single movie. Every we time, let's, let me say it this way. Every time you appear on screen, I want to know what you're going to do, and I think that's oh, a great sign. That's, that's lovely. lovely. Yeah, I mean, I think there's just like something, you know, Dan's so funny and so natural, and um, from the get-go, David Yates saw something in us when we did our screen test together that, you know, was clearly beyond our controller our awareness and um, I think it's just like there's a real comfort and then w what was nice is in between movies we actually lived yeah, like three or that. four blocks away from each other after the first movie you know Dan and his family yeah. um, and like we I became really good friends with his wife too and the kids and so like there there is like a really um, lovely friendship as well that's just like added to yeah. that on screen, so it was e it's easy to familia. Look at you just ponder what she was saying. It was kind of sweet to see that. Yeah, it's good to listen to your acting partners. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I think this movie is smart. It's not dumbed down. I think that it's interesting that a twelve-year-old will probably get it just as well as me, or maybe even more so because they just kind of are in that moment and know the story. So. Are you loving that this is just not dumbed down for anybody, that it's dark and it's complicated? Yeah, I mean, 12-year-olds are incredibly intelligent, I think. And, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we need stories that aren't dumbed down. We need complex questions to be asked, you know? Like, this is not a movie that's just, like, popcorn and, like, mindless yeah. thing. This is a, a movie that hopefully will leave you with, some things to think about and each uh you know what it feels like like because we're each harry potter sequel was is just this delicious slice of many layered lasagna it's just like you know or cake like it's just like this dense thing that you have to keep on go you couldn't possibly finish it in one, one sitting you know and this feels like that it's yeah. it's in that that same ilk and um 
yeah, just feels good. It. Feels good to to be part of something so epic. And one more question: uh, I think you have to absolutely have a great imagination to be in a movie like this. Mm -hmm. So, which one of you has the better imagination when you're shooting your scenes and have to imagine what might be surrounding you or what might be oh, happening? You did really good with that. You orchestrated yeah. that whole that whole strudel scene. I mean, you got man. Oh, thank you. I think we have different ways of yeah. imagining things. Like. Really good at it, though. You're really good at it. So I think you're you're better at it in the moment. You're better at it, like when things are flying at you. You can kind of imagine that happening. I yeah. kind of need to take time ahead of time right, right, right. and really dig into it and and figure out what I'm seeing because it takes me a little longer. I like I'm a a writer in my head, so I like have to write the story of what's happening, and gotcha. I'm not that good at improvising those things. So I think it's a it's like a nice, I really admire your skill set. And now we move on to Ezra Miller and Claudia Kim. So Ezra's back this time um, playing once again Credence Barebone, and he's with Claudia Kim, who plays Najini. Now I have to say that of all the interviews I did for this movie, this is probably the most unusual. Ezra is always very nice, but the interview is, well, a little bit of a hot mess. But it was fun to do, so here it is. TV. George Pinocchio, K-A-B-C-Z-T-V. I put a Z in there for fun. <laughs> so, Claudia, you're having the most fun today, I can tell. Yes, with this guy. How can I not? Right? I, I agree. Every time I see him in a role, you always look like a different human being. Mm -hmm. And you did it again. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I don't know if it's your face or your eyes or your body language. You tell me. It's cosmetic surgery. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna be serious at all today, is he? <laughs> I would be serious. This is the most exciting day of our lives. How are we supposed to? What are we supposed? Yeah, no, I'm very excited about it. Fantastic. I've dreamt about it since I was young, and now it's like you can't do that. I'm a. I'm a mess. This is too exciting. Does that make sense? George? It makes sense. It makes sense, Ezra. Ask Claudia questions. Well, She's very smart. She answers questions very eloquently. And here's the thing I think about this movie, and I thought about the last one, but more so here. This is a smart movie. It's not dumbed down for the younger set, and they will get every single bit of it, I think. Mm. And that's something to really cherish, I think, when these kids sit down and pay attention and know probably more than I will, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's such an important message to it, you know, like fear, love, mm. choices. Mm. Um, mm. What did you say before? Belief. Mm. Why do you just kill the game? What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should be on nightly television. On nightly like television? you should have your own talk show or oh, something. Oh, that sounds like a living nightmare. Why? I really respect the guys who, all the people who have ever done that in the history of the world because that, to me, seems like, like, just like, oh yeah, be yourself really enthusiastically every night of the week forever until you're like too old to do it. No, thank you. No, no, no. You, George, if you want to, would be it. fantastic on late, nightly. What did you call it? Nightly TV. I'll let Jimmy Kimmel know I'm available to film. Jimmy, it. and they're amazing. And those guys are like uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Like you know, those people are like superhuman because that is an intense way to be a performer. Yeah, it is. All right, one more. I have one time for one more question. I'll ask you each. But okay. what's the one thing that you really want the moviegoer to experience here? Fear. Really? Wow. 
Yes, George. You're trying to scare me in person? I think you have to be scared. Okay. All right. Okay. Don't st look at this. Look at this. Like, look at what? You're freaking me out a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> you too? Is it fear? No. Uh, <laughs> no, not for me. <laughs> I thought you were going to rock with me to the bitter end. I'm no, sorry. No, it's not just fear. It's going to be so exciting. Go ahead, Claudia. You're going to answer it better. Anyway. I don't know. I, I fell in love again with the Harry Potter world. You know, I, I'm sure everyone will just go ahead, watch those movies again, just read the books again. get back in the jacuzzi. Get back in that goblet of fire jacuzzi. It calls, it calls to you. Mm -hmm. It is warm, it is bubbling. It is a, it's a cauldron. <laughs> and fear, and fear. Most of all, fear though, fear. George. All right. And don't forget the moment we had earlier. I won't. Good. Um, I'm gonna read your book when you write it. <laughs> And finally today, we're going to be talking with Zoe Kravitz, who plays Lita Lestrange in the film. And if you are a fan of Harry Potter, you know Lestrange um, is long in the history books of the wizarding world. And also Callum Turner, who plays Theseus, who is Newt's brother in the film. Now, I have to say that they both were a joy to talk to, and both were inspired by the film's star, Oscar winner Eddie Redmayne. All right, you have to have an imagination to be in these movies. Mm -hmm. Which one of you has a bigger imagination on the set when you're shooting your scenes? Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Eddie. I was going to say it's unfair. Eddie, yeah. Eddie is so amazing because yeah. he does so much work with the, with the beasts and... You know, he's just so specific mm. in all the creatures. I just also the watching one, him too. inspires me. And yeah, I can I see what he's doing so much yeah. with the way that he he, just, he can listen with the wand and yeah. he can it do amazing things. Yeah, sounds like you two were observing the whole time you were shooting. No, but it was just he was it was helpful to see him work, and I think it actually activated my imagination. Watching, I learned him. a lot from everyone on yeah, that set. Me too. That's yeah. nice. It was a real growing period as mm -hmm. an actor for me. Good. Did his accent help you? No, because he has a different accent. Actually, sometimes it's like my, I already speak properly. So, so. No, but sometimes my acting coach would come up to me and say, "I mean, my my don't, voice don't coach, copy yeah," and said, "You're saying things like Callum, don't speak like Callum." Um, so I think it hurt me more than anything. <laughs> this movie is, I said, it's it's darker than the last one. It's more complicated than the last one, mm -hmm. and somehow I know that if you're a 12 year old kid and go in and sit in that seat, you will get everything as if it's like a oh, 101 yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the greatest thing that she does, Joe, is she has created this magical world, which is so amazing to see, but the characters are also human and relatable. So I think as an audience member, you get everything. You get to be entertained and taken into a different world, but you also get to identify with the people that you're watching, no matter how old you are, I think. And do you think there are things in this movie that all of you on the set no, there's a reason that they're there that are like little secrets that oh, we don't sure, know. Oh, for sure, for sure. And there are even things that are in the movie that we don't even know what they how mean. they're going to yeah. come back. Yeah, totally. But you think they may come back in an oh, yeah, other for film? Sure. I mean, that's for the way sure, she works, sure. right? There's just Easter eggs everywhere all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's what it is. It's Easter eggs. Yeah. But also, it, it works as a standalone film, but then as a, let's subjectively, but objectively, you take a step back, you know, there's going to be five of these, mm. and then there's eight of the Harry Potters, and if you put them together, it's... We're going to line up. It's a universe. Yeah, it's a universe. See, I kept thinking that there was a connection between the man who was getting eye drops in his eyes mm. and a creature that Eddie Redmayne was putting drops in. Yeah, you know, there probably is. There might be. There probably is. But you don't know either. We don't. Tell. And the last question before I run out of time is that I, you, you know, you make films 
sometimes that adults can only see, and mm -hmm. then you make films that whole families can go to see. But when you sit in a theater and you see, I still remember being the 12-year-old kid who had such a joy going to the movies on a Saturday mm -hmm. afternoon and just wide-eyed enjoying it. Do you, do you watch children when you're in a movie theater, in a movie that you're in? That's a great question. I haven't had the chance to do that with this Not yet because we watched it before it came out in a small screening room. But that's a great question, and I hope that there's. Do you know what? My, 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 uh, I've got a little cousin who's, who loves Harry Potter and is so excited. I'm so much more popular now than about four months ago because she went to Harry Potter and she was like, what? I'm going to go. I'm going to take my brother and sister when this comes yeah, out I mean, you're and gonna, see, yeah. see how they react because they're little. So there you have it. Are you interested in seeing Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald? If you are, it's going to be in theaters on November 16th. The film is rated PG-13. Again, it's a little bit intense, a little bit complicated, but visually it is a spectacle. Thanks for joining us once again here on Off the Red Carpet.